this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Sir Will wants to jump on Lexington and ride, like, full speed. Do it. Della and Sir Will give chase. Let's go, Lexington! Rushing headlong into the darkness. Right, you have not been down this path. And Lexington smells something. And when they come upon their quarry... Della and uh, Sir Will, you hear... Right up around the corner. They'll have to think strategically. Uh, Sir Will is going to hold. Okay, great use of the surprise surprise rounds. (laughs) Or strike hard and fast. And Della will, like, cry out, Bribery! (laughs) The adventure continues. Bribery! Now. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's Joe O'Brien, here to thank you, as always, for joining us in our weekly Pathfinder game, where we are, in fact, having fun. A few orders of business before our show, though. We have some event stuff to talk about, an exciting new content announcement. That's right. You heard right. And then a quick note about Gen Con 2017, which is coming up. I just want to close the chapter here on those three GCP events we've been talking about for weeks. They happened this past Saturday, and I just wanted to once again thank April, Kayvon, and Natalie for all their hard work in running them. Oh, uh, and our very own Skid Maher made a surprise in-person appearance at the GCP Northeast meetup in uh, Massachusetts. <laughs> I so wish that I was there and could have seen Skid bopping around, uh, hanging out. I, I hear it was a fantastic time. The next one is in Hawaii. Ryan Charaba is out there getting the final touches squared away. And on July 29th, you can join him in Honolulu if you'd like. So book your ticket now. Time is time is running out. Uh, I was a guest on the Boards Alive podcast this week, actually. It released just this past Sunday, and I had a great time sitting with Aaron and Quentin and just talking board games. I left that show with a disturbing number of games on my checklist to buy. Those guys are great. And we actually end up talking about the Pathfinder Adventure card game app, which you might be interested in. And they do a whole behind-the-screen segment where we talk GM advice. Please check them out. You can find the show at BoardsAlivePodcast.com. Troy was also interviewed last week. He showed up on the No Direction podcast, which is about Pathfinder news and reviews. If you haven't seen it, you can go to NoDirectionPodcast.com and see Troy's interview there that was posted on July 13th, 2017. So you might have to scroll down a little bit, but it is there. So... On to my most exciting announcement of this intro. You may have been hearing us drop little hints here and there, and Troy definitely did on the No Direction interview, that we were working on some new content thanks to the backing of our Patreon supporters. Well, I'm excited to finally announce that the prologue to this new content is dropping tomorrow, Wednesday, July 19th. That's right. Tomorrow, over on our Patreon page, you can hear an entirely new produced uh, intro to this new show that's going to be airing on our Patreon page. The prologue is free for all of our listeners, and it'll give you a glimpse of this new Patreon-supported content that's going to start one week later. Once that content starts one week later, though, it's only available to our subscribers at the $5 and up tier. So please head over to our page tomorrow, check out the intro to the new show, and if you like it, join up before episode one releases on Wednesday, July 26th. I cannot believe it's already coming up on Wednesday, July 26th. We're only one month out from Gen Con. Four-day badges have sold out, and it promises to be an amazing weekend all around. We'll be there for all of the many days, and we've got events planned, social hangs, meetups, and hopefully more things scheduled peppered in there as we get closer. Since this is... Quite possibly my last intro before we go to Gen Con, I just wanted to say that I have gotten a lot of emails from people that are excited to hang out and play some games, and let me just say, the feeling is mutual. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys and spending a little time with GCP Nation playing some games. August 16th, the action begins. 
I hope to see you there. All right, that is it from me. Please just settle in, relax, kick back, grab a Mai Tai, and enjoy episode 112, A Bridge to Fung Far. to GCP Island, man! <laughs> where all the twenties are natural! <laughs> That's amazing! Oh. Oh, it makes me so happy. <laughs> so ridiculous, Skin. Who sent that in? That's uh, Daniel Huckstetter sent that in a while ago. I've been waiting to put it in. We've actually received a lot of amazing covers and want to find a way to work them in. But that's one of my favorites. It makes me happy every time I listen to that. It's really great. We need to do Skull and Shackles, and that'll be the Yeah, thing. oh, totally, totally. Welcome to the Shackles, man! Oh. Shackles time now, man! Oh, man, I really want to drink some rum now. I know, yeah. I want to drink a my, uh, my Diet Coke out of a coconut. It's <laughs> absurd. <laughs> Oh, boy. I like a good Mai Tai now and then. What about you, Joe? Yeah, I love Mai Tais. <laughs> Had a bunch of those in Hawaii when I was on my honeymoon. <laughs> Trivia question. What is one of the key ingredients of a Mai Tai that is not normally found in most bars? Love. That is not true. <laughs> That's found in every Mai Tai. Uh, does anyone know? I do not. It's, uh, it's called Orgiat. It's like an almond uh, liqueur. It's kind of like you can, a lot of bars will just substitute amaretto, but I believe it's called orgiat. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but Mm. uh, I need to buy, I want to buy all the ingredients for a Mai Tai and just pretend it's summer all year long. That would be (laughs) phenomenal. Yeah, I'm a little sad you haven't already. I know. Can we stop recording and just go get some Mai Tais? <laughs> you know when you get fixated on something in your head and like, yeah. no, you, until I have it, I'm not going to be happy? Well, there's only one thing left to do. <laughs> Hit up a tiki bar. <laughs> we'll see you next week! <laughs> a two-minute and four-second episode. Um, all right, so everybody's doing well, right? Everybody feels rested? Um... <laughs> Are you talking about me or I'm talking Sir about the, Will? The, the, the players, not the characters. Oh, I feel, oh yeah, well, very well rested. I feel awful. Skid's <laughs> <laughs> having a rough morning. Um, uh, how's the? Let's talk about HP. That was not, like I felt like you guys handled it pretty well, but uh, the pitfalls for Lexington, Sir Will, and Umlo kind of effed them up. So Umlo comes out of a rage. What is he sitting at for HP? Eight, eight hit points. Eight. So you're playing oh, Umlo today. Eight. Skid's Umlo, uh, the, the everyone's favorite voice. Although. Matthews is close up, yeah. Um, so he's at eight hit points. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about Lexington and Sir Will? Probably Lexington's in worse shape. Uh, yeah, Sir Will is sitting at forty eight hit points okay. and Lexington's at thirty eight. And Sir Will has what, thirty thousand hit points usually? He has a hundred and two. <laughs> he doesn't have that belt anymore, remember. That's right. Who do you give the belt to? I think it's I think Nestor has it. Nestor. Right? And we no, learned No, no. No? No, it wasn't me. Yeah, Nestor took it. Yeah. yeah. We gave it to Nestor. Yep. Unless Della took it back. I didn't take it. She's taking them all back. I thought it was like a, it was on loan. Yeah, Episode on loan. 110. It yeah, was it's on loan. A loan. I'd love to get that. Lois loan. Um, Joe, you learned no, something. No, uh, it wasn't me because I took, I have, I have a belt of incredible dexterity, so I can't wear it anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no one wore it for that past battle. <laughs> it was just great, sitting on the cave floor. Great strategic thinking on the part of the party. <laughs> right, I'll, uh, I'll slip that belt back on. Oh, okay, actually, what happened was I did take it, but I just took it to wear overnight, like a like oh, a tourniquet, rest. Just, for the, just for the night's rest, just like get that extra like two hit points back. Joe, you were reading one. about these this the twenty four hour temporary uh, bonus and whatnot. Can you explain a little bit of that more? Yeah, so when we gave it to Skid, we suspected maybe he shouldn't, or to Nestor, maybe he shouldn't be able to heal because of the temporary bonus thing. Because it says when you wear this item, his bonus is temporary for 24 hours and then becomes permanent. So it's like any belt or headband or... Yeah, they all say that. They all say that. And so I looked into it, and essentially it's because... It's essentially for items that give you a bonus to intelligence. It's to prevent people from putting it on getting more spells to prepare for the day and then just taking it off and giving it to someone else and then them or skill, or skill points or skill points exactly right. so you can't get skill points you can't prepare more spells per day until your intelligence bonus is permanent 
But with constitution, there is no difference between temporary constitution bonus and permanent constitution bonus. Like you, you get the same thing. Exactly. You get a, bu- a bump to both your current and total hit points of your level. Uh, but we are playing with a house rule. And this is what I want to ask you, Troy. We are playing with a house rule for curing con overnight. So you basically have to determine if curing con overnight would happen with this item. You know, like as if that happens with temporary. Oh, because con the normal bonus. rules is you just cure your HD and hit points. Correct. But we are adding in your the con, con bonus, bonus as well. So Wait, does it have to be permanent? Wait, or, seriously? What do you mean? This whole time? Yes. Yeah. I haven't been doing that. Really? What? You haven't been what? adding your con bonus? I've just been hitting the night's rest thing on, oh, no. on, uh, oh, on Hero Lab. Matthew. You well, see? And here's the dangers of Hero Lab it makes you lazy. <laughs> Yeah, actually, it makes, been, makes me lazy. The house rules I didn't know about. I've been uh, I've been doing that too. Oh, no, but I, it's not because because I thought that was the actual rule. I didn't realize it was a house rule. Yeah, yeah. no. Imagine it's just HD. Uh, wow. When we first started, the first few episodes, you, we just gave everything back, right? And then right. we changed it to HD and but plus con to make it a little better. Which is also it's a house rule, but it is a very common house rule, from my understanding. Like, yeah, a lot of people do this. So what I'll say is, if it's permanent, you get the con bonus. If it's not, if it's still in temporary phase. You don't get the con bonus, so we can't belt. swap the belt out just to heal overnight, right? Yeah, it would just we'll do it that one time, but it, then it gets like well, with Sir Will, you're Sir like Will wear when he's sleeping naked, <laughs> <laughs> naked except for the belt. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So as this combat ends, um, so I'm going to consider to have the belt back on now, right? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, uh, and nothing else. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, as as this combat comes to an end, you have, you have people Umlo and Lexington and Sir Will are climbing out of the pit. The bug game, my poor bug game, one shotted by Nestor. <laughs> Nestor rolls a perception check and hears heavy breathing and then screaming and running in the opposite direction the way you guys came. Everyone is in various states of beat up. What do you do? Hmm. If anything. Well, Baron sees that the party's a little beat up, and he really wants to kind of lounge under a mangrove tree. He's really inspired by that island intro. <laughs> so he pulls out the, wa- the sapling rod, uh, which allows us to plant a little sapling tree that'll grow some delicious fruit, which we can eat as cure moderate. Ah. Yeah, we t- forgot all about So you plant it. it in the ground, and you could just plant, does it eat sunlight or anything? It's a magical no, tree, right? Magical, just grows a large tree out of nowhere, basically. We, and then, so we're not giving chase. We don't want to give chase yeah, to yeah, these guys. Well, before we talk about oh, that, right, does right, Nestor right. tell us, or does, is Nestor the only one that hears this story? So, or do yes, we all hear let's it? Let's give a pause in the gardening first. <laughs> <laughs> Deal with uh, <laughs> this fellow that ran off. I don't know. Yeah, you, Nestor would have heard the breathing, and then you all heard the screaming, yeah. yelling. Okay. Uh, Sir Will wants to give chase. So does Della. I'll yeah. join. So that's going back in the direction of the cave paintings. That right? we had come, yeah. Uh, yes. Now, there were multiple and there were different other, pa- passageways. Right, because they, from what we know, he wouldn't have come through that room. Yeah. Because everyone's afraid of that room. Right. So, so he might be he splitting wanted, off in a different direction. So let's try to track. Does anyone have survival? Does anyone fight? I got survival. Let's, let's try to track. Lork. Him. I have a feeling you're going to find footsteps heading in every direction. Well, I mean, I kind of want to. <laughs> Depends what you roll. I, Anything below a 19. Yeah. Footsteps in every I mean, direction. Sir Will wants to jump on Lexington and ride, like, yeah. Yeah. full speed. Do it. Um, with all, to chase this guy. With all haste. Della will cast Expeditious Retreat on herself to give her a little extra movement. Ooh, okay. Della just burning spells. And Nestor's going to stick with Umlo to make sure he's okay because he sees he's really badly banged up. Okay. Okay, let me uh, refer to the videotape here. Um, all right, so, Sir Will, you're just going. Well, you know what? Lexington was at the bottom of that pit. Oh, yeah. What's his climb? Does he have a climb skill check? It's not stairs, remember. Yes, it's, it's slightly more difficult. Than slightly more difficult than stairs. Oh, at this level, he has opposable thumbs. He has a plus seven to climb. So he, the climb just takes a second for him, but it's automatic because it was DC five. Oh, okay. Right? So it takes him a couple rounds. But if this is going to be a chase, that gives this character a couple rounds. So if Della's ahead of him at this point, that would be you're going to catch up pretty quick. But yeah, right. Della, Della will say, "Catch." Della's going to be like, "Catch up." And are we still under the effects of haste? I don't know. You tell me. How long does Hayes last? Oh, less than one round. level. No, no. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So let's, yeah, let's walk this through uh, mentally. Baron, what did you just say, say you're doing? You're just kind of. planting something. Uh, 
Darren, 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 uh, Darren's going over to the Home pump. Depot and he's getting <laughs> he's, some potting soil. He's got his gardening gloves. He's, uh-huh. he gloves. He's, he's trimming a bonsai tree. It takes squash 52 weeks to grow. Got to get it in now before the harvest. <laughs> Dwarves love planting things underground. Um, All right, so Baron, are you sticking with Nestor and Umla, or you're kind of cautiously following Della? Yeah, I'll stick with the Slobies, because I I only have a 20-foot movement speed. All right, so I like this. So Lexington climbs. So Della, following. Quick question. Yes. How many hit points does Della have? She only has 35, so she's going to... Or 37, so she's going to... She'll cure light wounds for one of her rounds of movement. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Lexington climbs out. What'd you get for the cure light wounds? Three. So would you roll a one? I rolled a two. A two. <laughs> oh no, you add your level. No, you add your level. Yeah, so you get a. That's no, not wait. No, it's, I'm only it's a, I'm only a first level bard. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not a mage spell. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so, so three heal points. So Hit Della, uh, so you're double moving Della with expeditious retreat, but yeah. you also pause for a second to cure a whopping three HP. Yeah, just to be safe. Just to be safe. Um, so Della, as your, how long does ex- expeditious retreat last? I believe it's one round per level. But let me check. No, it's, I think it's longer than that, isn't it? Maybe hour. One minute per level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. My Inquisitor had that. So eight minutes. Short-lived Wrath of the Righteous campaign. So basically, my 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 base movement speed is, th- is sixty feet. Right. All right, so you bolt off. As Lexington climbs out, Sir Will jumps on him right away, and you catch up to Della right as Della comes to a fork. Okay. Okay? You can continue on forward, which is the way you came, and then there is a north, northish passage. I'm just going to say north. You don't know what direction it's All in. All right, and Sir Will's got, uh, I believe, from last time, light on his... Um, Rose light? No, on his lance mm. um, from when we went into this cave, so... Okay, so it was previously on Rose Light. Now it's on the lance. Yeah, you did right. that because you knew you wanted to charge. Right. So here we are at this fork. He's got the lance in the air, shining some light. You, Della has dark vision. Yeah. So forward or we turn north? Those are the options? Mm-hmm. You have survival? Uh, I do not, no. So I it's can, Lexington. <laughs> I, I mean, I have oh, Lexington has scent. scent. I have it. I don't have a terrible bonus, though. Lexington has scent. Let and, me just roll a d20. Okay. Well. Oh. It's a natural 14. He's got a plus zero survival, plus two perception. Della got an 18 survival. 18 survival. Yeah. You see fresh tracks going north. Della will point at the tracks and charge. And Lexington them. smells something. Okay, so uh, let's go, Lexington! And he, he, he uh, digs in the spurs. Not that hard. And <laughs> it takes And we're off. following the light. Right. The Baron, Nestor, and Umlo see the light uh, up ahead, maybe 100 feet or so, turn yes. upwards. So you see the light start to go out. Now, Baron and Umlo, you can still see so, better than Nestor, but uh, you, Nestor, you definitely see the light just whoop, and cast a big shadow of a wolf and a woman. Uh, <laughs> Umlo and Baron so cool. are holding ah. each, each of Nestor's hands. We're like walking <laughs> by a crosswalk. We're going. Don't sleep skipping. in the subway, baby. I'm going to uh, play some music here. Little, little, oh no, not this music. <laughs> some, <laughs> some, some, chase, music. some chase music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, all right, Nestor, excuse me, Della and Sir Will atop Lexington. You guys uh, just keep going north. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep trying we, to chase this thing this down. This is a path we haven't been down before, right? Right, you have not been down this path. Can I do a perception check as you, we're going? You absolutely can, Matthew. 26. Nice. 15 for Sir Will. 15 for Sir Will. Uh, okay. <laughs> Flaming scimitar by her side. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You Lexington guys, just full stride. <laughs> you guys are leaving breadcrumbs behind you, right? <laughs> All right, so both of you, Nestor, excuse me, I keep saying Nestor when I'm, I'm I don't know what's happening. Uh, Della and uh, Sir Will you hear right up around the corner. And, all right, uh, Sir Will put his hand up. They stop, pull up, pull up Lexington. Uh, how far are we? Like 10 feet, 15 uh, feet? It's probably the... like 20 feet around the corner. And, uh, Delhi, you have uh, dark vision. You can see that the cave is opening up to the right and continuing. Opening up into, like, maybe a room or an area. Della will vanish and walk around the corner. All right, nice. Della vanishes and walks around She's the corner. And, the Sir Will, and Sir Will's going to ready an action before. 
Okay, what action are you ready? If he sees someone attack Della, he's going to charge that target immediately. Okay, well, now Della's going around the corner. Okay, well, if he hears the sounds of combat, he's She's going gonna to rush into, he's yeah. gonna rush into battle. Yeah, I won't be able to charge, but I'll rush in. Okay. Della, you turn the corner, and an opening in this passage leads to a roughly circular cavern that stinks like a filthy kennel. Sounds lovely. Meat scraps litter the floor while piles of dung and other refuse line the edges of the cave. Cobalts. I'm calling it right now as cobalts. There... (laughs) What was that, Nessa? (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) There is a rock troll, like the one you just faced. Oh, no. Sit like in the back of the room, just looking frantic, left to right, talking to himself, trying to figure out what to do. And he's alone. And you are vanished. Roll for initiative. Oh. <laughs> oh, baby! Sir Willamit! Yes! Ah, uh, good start. Oh, I should also say that after um, Skid's berating of uh, my die in recent episodes, my die that I love, that I always use, I left it at home. And I've brought completely new D20s that I have not used in a long time. <laughs> well, I should also say... This is a good start. It's that, a good start. Uh, by my assessment, all of your dice do have a B rating. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is we signed a few things of dice for uh, the GCP events last week. Joe people. touched them all. <laughs> we didn't let Joe sign any of them. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to touch them. We shouldn't even let him in the building. We kept him away. Uh, all right, Baron, what do you got? Baron's got a 23. 23 for Baron. Okay, Umlo. Uh, what's his bonus? Two, I think. One. Uh, uh, four. Four for Ums. Okay, yeah. Nestor. Uh, 11. 11. And uh, Sir Will. 19. 19. Della. 26. Oh, baby. Wow. Natty 19. Oh, baby. Hell yeah. Natty 19 is what Della got. Della is so much fun. All right. Uh, <laughs> that song sucked. <laughs> Okay. All right. Della and Sir Will, you are in a surprise round. Nestor and Baron and Umlo, I've placed you on the map, uh, you know, approximately, you know, probably 40 feet away from where the cavern starts. So when you actually move, you can keep moving in actual squares on the map, and eventually you'll see probably Sir Will, who is uh, just just far, uh, just around the corner from where Della has walked into the room. Della, what? Do you do? Della's going to cast Cat's Grace. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Della, with her standard action, casts Cat's Grace. And remind our listeners who haven't heard Cat's Grace in a while what Cat's Grace does. Meow. That's exactly what it does. No, plus four, plus four enhancement bonus to dex. Ooh, kitten's oh. got claws. Which will help with- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Sir Will. Uh, Sir Will is going to hold... Okay, great use of the surprise, surprise round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what's in the room. I don't know. I'm waiting. For, I don't want to alert him I was to gonna, my presence. I was going to use a message to send a message back, but the the wall will prevent that. I'd have to move to send it to you, so it would be pointless. Oh, it's actually it's visual uh, range. It, you have to, yeah. You have to point at what you're what you're sending it to, ah. and a foot of stone or whatever can block. You it. could message the rock troll. I'm coming for you. All right. You need a DC DC twenty five perception check to hear if you're not the intended target. Oh wow, oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Cool spell, but I couldn't. It didn't help us. It's a classic. Uh, the first uh, little known fact: the first spell that I used when I started playing Pathfinder was Message. message. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, my character was uh, naked in a cage, down to his loincloth, and I sent a message when the PCs oh. came in. I said. Has anyone seen my clothes? That's right. <laughs> That's right. That'll be a future trivia question. I remember that. Uh, all was right. Was that Ron Powerhouse? That was Ron Powerhouse. Ron Powerhouse. Ron Powerhouse. Uh, shirtless sorcerer. Shirtless sorcerer with an 18 charisma. <laughs> <laughs> Round one, Delanarn. Uh, okay. Meow. Yeah. First, <laughs> first things first, I will whisper meow. Uh, uh, and then Della is going to move around to get, try to get behind the troll. She'll have to stealth. Okay. You but see I'm dead bats all over the floor as you walk by. Oh, oh wow. Gross. Don't forget that previous You've seen a lot that, of dead that bats. living carpet on the ceiling of dead, of, not dead bats, of live bats. I think that's going to need a double move, right? A dead carpet. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So oh, no, you still have Expeditions Retreat on, right? Oh. If, you're, if you're stealthing, it's half speed. But so, I have expeditious retreat on, so it's probably it's gonna be a double move. I have to double okay. move around to get to the backside of the troll. Yeah, okay, so she's sneaking around this thing. It's all panicked, but doesn't see her in between the the mounds of guano. 
Guano. <laughs> All right, Baron. Baron, you see up ahead, uh, you can kind of make out where Sir Will. The cavern's turning, but you know what direction they've gone, and you don't see any other passages. Yeah, Baron's going to move 40 feet, double move, and that will be his turn. So 40 feet closer to the passage. Uh, is this the same? It's the same troll you said, same species, so it would be acid, not fire, that would end its regeneration. Uh, if from last time you remember, acid or sonic is what you uh, realized from your previous role. If you know what's nice about it. that is you can. I think you should always be able to call that back. Like, we fought one of these before. So, oh, you don't remember? Sorry, roll another knowledge. No, you always have that information now. Uh, acid or sonic. Um, all right, Baron, so you double move. Does that get you... Uh, right at the edge, probably five feet away from the map. How close are you to, like, Sir Will, for example, who's right at the lip of the turn? Like, the cave. 25, 30 feet. Okay, all right. Uh, Sir Will. Uh, Della has disappeared around the corner. Yeah, Sir Will is going to... Um, He's going to ready in action. As soon as he hears Della attack, he's going to go. Okay. Sir Will, ever cautious. Um, maybe it's Lexington, still smarting from that fall. Uh, Nestor Coin. Uh, so Nestor's going to double move. He's like, he's like, you're right, mate. So stay back for this one. I'm, so I'm low. Uh, and he'll, he's going to double move. Uh, and he'll be right next to Will. All right, wow, so Nestor just flies up ahead. And yeah. Sir Will will tar- turn to Nestor and give him, like, a signal, like, just wait wait until Della makes her move, and then we're going to go in. Right. And now you're providing light in the cavern, correct, Sir Will? Yes. I think I still have dark vision. The potion of dark vision? No, no, we determined last time that that was done. Oh, okay. Um, oh, because, yeah, you had rested in the cave one night. Um, okay, so you are illuminating the cavern down there, Sir Will. Yes. Okay. So the troll um, that is five feet away from Della sees the light up ahead, and it's like, <sighs> and uh, just like ready, him, steals himself. Okay, and we're on a stalemate here, waiting for Della to, <laughs> to act. It is Umlo's turn. Uh, Umlo is going to just get up next to Baron. Okay. Umlo's got a little more movement speed now. He's got 30 because of his right. barbarian level. Yeah, but he doesn't doesn't use it all. He's all right, so he wants to Baron. stay close to Baron. Yeah. Round two. Very interesting. Very interesting tactics here. Uh, Sir Will still holding. Uh, or readying, rather. Della. Della is going to swift action Keenan shock the scimitar. <laughs> yes! And then she's going to take spell combat spell strike with frigid touch. Oh, that's cold! That's Della. cold! That's cold! Della. Cold-hearted woman! Okay, so the uh, the spell attack... Flat-footed AC. Uh, it was on a, it was on an 18 and rolled to a 6. That's a plus 11. 17. 17. I'm sorry, that's going to be a miss. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, he is made of rocks. <laughs> First real attack, the, the sword is still charged. Okay, you are now visible. I am now visible. Oh, that they, that's an 18. Critical threat. Oh, oh yeah. Threat. baby. Critical threat. <laughs> critical, critical, critical threat. Roll to confirm. Come on, baby. Oh. Natural one on the confirm. Total. Oh. Right, okay, exploding. But, oh no. No. No, it's an eighteen. It, it wasn't 18, a twenty. Yeah. Okay, so regular uh, regular damage. hit. So this is frigid touch plus swift action keen shot. You know, keen shock scimitar. So that's oh, oh, so it's going to be three d six plus four d six of cold damage. Ah, wow. Okay. Wow. That's cold. That's cold. Oh my gosh. Plus six. Oh, yeah, a couple sixes in there. But which one is the cold damage, Matthew? <laughs> the blue dice. 20, the blue. <laughs> yeah, the blue. Oh, another six. 28. 34 points of nice. damage. Oh, my gracious. And and this troll is staggered for one round. Yeah, don't you tell me what my troll is. <laughs> staggered. <laughs> okay, okay, and then final. Staggered, by the way, is I can take a single move action or a standard action each round, but not both. And final attack. And Della will, like, cry out. Primary! Primary! <laughs> <laughs> to signal the yeah. That's a nice moment. Uh, oh, another 16. Critical threat. Critical oh, come critical on. Threat. Critical threat. Critical threat. Oh, because of Keen, right? Critical Critical threat. What a monster. Mm, 24. 24. Yeah, that's a hit. Yes! yes. Nice. <laughs> it's, a it's a critical. Oh, that's a, that oh, that's a confirmed roll. crit. That was the confirmed roll. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It's a fan critical. It's a fan oh. critical. Let's get critical. Critical. 
It's like this is a morning radio show. And this was just this is just <laughs> a, a raw <laughs> hit, right? No magic involved. No magic. Well, there's there's shocking and flaming, but but it's not a spell. No. Yeah, we're going to use the uh, melee uh, crit for this. Well, actually, you can. Cho- Did we yeah. decide you could choose? Yeah, but it's not a spell. Okay. Okay. Roll a d twenty. Six. 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 I think this is my one of my favorite Patreon rewards. This is, is getting so much use. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It really uh, is. Um, decapitate. Oh God. <gasps> this is from Warren. Inter- oh. International edition, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, international. Uh, he's from Auckland, New Zealand. Oh, Auckland, New Zealand. <laughs> and he writes in with Skywalker's curse. Oh. You slice your opponent's hand off at the wrist. <laughs> oh, no. Nice. Double damage, 1d4 bleed, and main hand removed at the wrist. Fortitude negates the loss of the hand. Okay. So What's... it's a DC 24 fortitude save to not lose his main hand. DC 24. All right, I've got a, a plus 12 to fortitude. I'll roll it in front of the <laughs> oh. <laughs> No. Lost his hand. Lost his hand. Lost his hand. <laughs> so oh, double, my God. Double damage? Uh, <laughs> yes, Wait, double damage. Jo- double damage. But, but you don't have to double the energy damage. No. You only double the blade. The, the blade. Only the blade. Okay. So and the be... bonus. <laughs> I so need to start approving these. for the blade. These fan credits. for the... Okay. So 46 plus 6. Hey, you just had to roll higher than 12. <laughs> you didn't. One of these... One of you guys is going to lose a hand one of these days. Yeah. 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 That could go, go our way, too. You make sure that comes out. 21 points of damage and 1d4 bleed. Uh, on his turn. Okay. Well, just wait till my turn. I don't remember. think trolls are s- subject to bleed because of their regeneration, because they like heal instantly. Unless you're to stop the regeneration, right? Yeah, right. I mean, unless, it, yeah, it's possible. Unless they get hit by. Uh, you know what's? Oh, I didn't even think about that. He'll just regenerate his hand and the hand too. Oh, ah, yeah. yeah, that's right. But I think but it, it would staggered. take a while. Yeah, it takes. It's like, like a, for the course of the combat. It would be regenerating gone. creatures can regrow lost portions of their body. Oh, that's awesome! And yeah. can reattach severed limbs or body parts if they are brought together within one hour of severing. So, like, if yeah. he survives this fight, he can grab the hand and put it back on. Okay, so hearing, uh, are, are you good? Are you done? Any and more crits for you? No, that's this it. round. Okay, uh, but the troll is staggered. The troll is staggered, and Sir Will, you hear this? This enacts your. Yeah, so action. I hear for, Hi- for Highbury from Della, and he's just like for Highbury, and he like <laughs> comes charging around uh, the corner. And uh, he's probably about 25 feet from this thing. He, he sees the troll, sees that its hand is cut off, uh, raising the banner high. He's just like, you are surrounded and outmatched. You've lost your hand and appear staggered. Yield <laughs> or face the wrath of Highbury. Um, Tries to make a big show of getting this guy to, like, surrender. All right, do you want to do intimidate or diplomacy? Diplomacy. All right, so now you have to imagine this is a hostile creature. So the diplomacy DC is 25 plus its charisma modifier. Sure, sure, but it also, if it has any fear of death... That sure. Factor in. Its yeah. charisma is six. We did just cut off its hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah, they'll actually bring its charisma down even further, probably, by the loss. Right, of, some uh, charisma damage. Yeah. All right, so um, roll your diplomacy. I'm going to roll diplomacy. And I'll. you got to roll well. Uh, 25. 25. Uh, it yields. Yeah! <laughs> it 100% All yields. All right. He can get his hand back. All he has to do is. Exactly. Work. Like, would you like to reattach your hand? You'll have it back within an hour if you yield. <laughs> please don't kill me. Oh, please don't kill me. He says in giant. All right, and I'll turn back. Nesta, he's yielded. You may come around. So, oh, don't attack. Vaga. <laughs> he's really looking forward to loosing a couple into him. You cut off my hand. Can I put it back on, please? Shut up. Shut up. Yes, you may put your hand back on. Thank you, thank you. He grabs the severed hand and, like, holds I'm it watching you. on his body, and you see the skin around it just wrap and rock, and it, it reattaches, and he starts flexing it and moving it back. Like Skywalker. Just like yeah. Skywalker. That's so cool. Does he, does he poke it with the needle to make sure he still has the reflexes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, about, say, please don't kill me, please don't kill me. I say, Sheriff, we have a prisoner. Uh, what type of intel are you hoping to get out of this rock troll here? Uh, I'd like to know the cave system. I'd like to know where it goes, how to get out, where you get in, who are else there, is in are here. There others? Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's 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 talk to this gentleman. All right. Uh, First so off, what's your name? What's your name, rock troll? Uh, my, my name. My name is Funfar. Funfar. <laughs> what a great name. My name is Funfar. Please don't kill me. Straight out of the book. <laughs> <laughs> we are not going to kill you, Funfar. Funfar. 
Please stop yelling. <laughs> Baron's going to bluff and say, there are 30 more of us coming here. So if you want to get out before we annihilate everyone, you got to let us know how many of you there are and what all's going on down in this cave system. And his bluff is, oof, shit. I'm Umlo. <laughs> <laughs> his bluff is a 14. Well, his sense motive was a 5. <laughs> yeah. 30 more. No, please. No, please. No. What about Horan and Grumchuk? What about her and Grumchog? I'm sorry, son, you're going to have to slow down. Horak and Grumchog and the dead. rest of them. They're dead. No! <laughs> they, stood in, they stood in our path and did not yield. You, oh, no. you are the this, wise one. This is bad. This is bad. Urathash is going to be very bad. <laughs> Does Urathash ever come down into these caves? Oh, no, no. He sent us here to do geographic looking around and whatnot. <laughs> But I, we just, we, he, he said that we Sounds we're, like he picked the right trolls for the job. He said that we're his best men, best suited for this job. That's what Horang says. So if you're he a, says we're the best. If you're a scout, what all have you seen down here besides death and bats and whatnot? All right, there's these stones. And he points to a stone, and it has the giant rune for the number 10 on it. Okay. It's like there's these stones and, and there's other stones, but I didn't need any of them. I, I didn't need any of the special ones. No, I, I didn't. They told me we're not allowed to eat the special ones. I, I didn't listen, do wait, it. wait, hold on. Uh, I don't have a tremendous amount of faith in your ability to answer this question. Huh? But do you know what the numbers signify on these rocks that you've been finding? That? Somebody told me that's a 10. Yeah, it's about what I expected. All right, unless you carry on. What are you supposed to do with the rocks? That that one's a ten, and, and there's there's other ones in Hurag's cave with more numbers. And what do you what did Orthosh want you to do with these once you found them? They've said that the geographic they're doing geographic pinpointing. They said. Mm. Oh, what that- are the special ones? I I, I I said I didn't eat the special ones. No, I, believe I didn't. You. I believe you. What are they, and where are they? I, I don't know. They uh, Grumchog took them. Said I couldn't eat them. I think I don't think all the numbered ones are the special ones. Yeah. So Grumchog was the one that you disarmed. I thought that was Hoorag. Hoorag, we disarmed Grumchog. Didn't we just kill Grumchog in the in the last room? Yeah, the Grumchog was the bugbane. Oh, uh, the bugbane. The bug bugane. <laughs> bugbane. Bug uh, bug Grumchog. That's a good name for a bugane. Okay. A little mole creature. So you mean? So is, was the component we were missing when we read the map? These numbered, would that have given us like a distance, a distance reading? Maybe we we were able to determine the distance. Yeah, we triangulated it. We triangulated it without I, that. I think they're involved with another kind of system here because we seem to be missing something that fits into the top of the tripod that we placed down. Yeah, we're we're still missing something. It's a geographic pinpointing. I mean, yeah. that's essentially what we did with what the map. will you use geographic. Who was who was in charge of the tripod? What, what the tripod? What's the tripod? Baron, Baron pulls it out and shows it to him. Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that does. Okay. Della's going to infernally heal herself while this is all going on, by the way. Were you ever in the room with the cave paintings of the animals, the creatures on the walls? Oh, the, the wall with the painting. Oh, no, we're not allowed in there. It's very dangerous. Very dangerous. We lost some men in there. Very dangerous. Yes. Uh-huh. Please don't kill me. <laughs> I've said many times, you're safe here. We're not going to kill you. Relax. Do we have any of that Calypso music we can play? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, give me a Mai Tai. <laughs> you're in a safe place. Stella starts dancing. Fun, fun Fall. What's his name? Fun Fall? Fun Fall. Fun Far. Fun Far. Fun Far. Fun Far. Fun Far. And this is all in giant, by the way, in this weird voice. Fun Far, what do you do in this room? Why does this room smell so putrid? I, I just play with the bats and I rest here. That's all I do. You seem to kill the bats as you play with them. Is that part of the game? They're not as strong as I am. I put them <laughs> on this leash right here. And he reaches into a sack on the floor and brings out this weird leash. And uh, Della and Baron uh, detect magic on this leash oh. that he pulls out of his bag. Della holds the Sometimes I put it on this Put it leash. down. Put it down. Oh, don't, don't, please don't hurt me. I didn't eat the stones. I didn't eat them, I said. Baron will, uh, does he drop the leash? Yeah, he just drops it. Baron will pick it up, and he'll roll a spellcraft on it. Uh, okay. Oh, doesn't know. Do you want to 
touch, bit of luck or, or touch of law, or you just want to roll with it? You have a good spellcraft. My, uh, I have a plus eleven. So if you want a touch of law, me that would be it, sure. But if you want to save it, touch. No, I'd never use them. So touch of law. All right, and then that'll, that'll give me a law touch. Twenty-two spellcraft. Twenty-two uh, spellcraft. It is a wondrous item known as a cautionary creance. Ooh, interesting. Hmm. I'll have this the Grey Poupon. slim leather leash is just over 100 feet long, incredibly Whoa. light, and uncannily strong, making it an excellent tool for training birds of prey and other flying uh, predators. Ah, yes. The rocks? Yes. It the grants rocks. a plus four circumstance bonus on any handle animal check made to train such animals, flying animals. When used to bind a flying animal companion or familiar to its master, the leash allows the master to cast Featherfall on the creature at will. If the master has the share touch spells class ability, once per day he can use that ability on the leashed creature even if they're not touching. So it like goes up the leash to leash to touch the Very cool. Um the crayons attaches to the master's forearm. Attack rolls and skill checks made with that arm take a minus one penalty. What a clever item. Spells can't go more than third level. Cool little thing, but he just was attaching backs to it and smashing the walls till they died. Oh, what? Say it again. Crayons? Cautionary crayons. He doesn't know. <laughs> Just like you said, this voice I got. I ordered so, it on Amazon. Fung, Fung Fa, why do you consistently say you're not eating the rocks? Is this something you and the rock trolls normally do? You normally eat rocks? Yeah, they eat rocks, mate. <laughs> we, we eat the rocks. Now, I, I know I didn't eat the rocks, but the, the other guys might have eaten some. I said that I wouldn't eat them, and I, I listened to, to Herrick, and I listened to Grumchalk. They said, don't eat the special rocks, but I haven't seen the special rocks, so maybe they did eat them. I know that I didn't, so don't cut me open to yeah, check. Yeah, 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 okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're telling me outside of a... Hum Cha and Jim Job and Hoojibuji. Racist. I'm Fung Far. <laughs> Fung Far. Uh, you don't know of anyone else that's been down in these caves besides you and your geographic scouting team. No, just just us. As far as I know, Urathash said he was sending his best man, and that's why they sent us. Have you seen any other creatures down here besides the bats and yourselves? Just you. I'm going to detect alignment on them, just to get an idea i have a feeling but i just want to know i'm shifting through what's evil. your feeling i mean he's a troll he's probably evil yeah please, please don't chaotic. please don't hurt me please don't as you're going through the somatic component for that and uh he is chaotic evil uh you should probably just kill him i feel bad for i mean him. he is yielded sheriff yeah. cannot kill him outright in cold blood what are our options? be wrong well he seems rather harmless don't you think Cut off from his friends. He's simply going to go and eat rocks. And so we just release him back out to the population where he can tell everyone what he's seen? Not just yet. I could just, I could just leave. I could go out the other way. What's the other way? The other way is back that way. And he points back the way that you guys just ran up. You go that way and you just keep walking. And eventually you're on the other side where all the cave openings are. Where all the cave openings are? Oh, yeah. Oh... Actually, where the over oh, where the those all those caves with the dwarves where the dwarves were. Is that do we have a can we do a I wasn't check? part of that episode. That seems <laughs> can we do a knowledge check or a dungeoneering or engineering check? All he's tell? saying is that on the other side is a bunch of caves. Yeah, that seems right. too far away. Yeah. yeah, can we get him to like describe the cave system to us? Like not role play it out, but just so that we. We have. could also walk him out of the caves. Yeah. Like he, we could have him lead us out. Yeah. Um, Did he have any weapons, by the way? Uh, no, just his uh, bite and claws. Uh, minus one claw. Minus one claw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Try to rend with that, fella. <laughs> Try he, to rend with your stump. He just says that there's like um, seven caves, and they mostly only go a few yards in, and stop. Which is very similar to oh, what yeah. you guys saw. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's one that seems to go very deep, and they stayed away from that one. If, Got it. If these stones are of strategic import to Urathash, why don't we have our friend Funfang start eating them? Fungfar. Fungfar, start eating them. But they could be useful to us. That's very true. hungry. The stones <laughs> that he's sitting on, too, are way too big to eat. Okay. What did you do with the numbered stones? Who did you give them to? Horak said that maybe they were used for measurement, but we didn't find any place to measure. 
they didn't go to the map room. They didn't go to the map room. So I, that's why I think they were. If we triangulated it and we fa- figured it out ourselves, but I wonder if the stones and the tripod. It are might used. unlock more information if we sta- if we put the stones maybe on those lines. In with oh yeah, the there were hash marks. Yeah, there? with the hash marks. <coughs> yeah. So maybe we should have him help us transport some into yeah. the map room. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't go into the room with the paintings. They said you can't. You're not allowed to go there. It's very dangerous and you shouldn't go either. I'm going to try another diplomacy check with him and just sort of explain the situation. <coughs> okay. We were in the map room. It was extremely dangerous, but we have made it safe once more using the tactics that you saw from my friend Della behind you, who uh, is a very powerful creature, and we were able to clear that cave. You will be safe if you come with us. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he bought it. Um, <laughs> nailed it. So he should start by carrying the number 10 stone that's in here, right? That's the only numbered stone in the room? Yeah, that's the only numbered stone and in I, the room. I, and b- before anything else happens, I want to do a perception on the room to see if we're missing anything. I'm looking for secret doors. Wait, what else right. in that bag, too? Uh, my perception is a 31-33 for s- the purposes of secret doors. And stone cunning, does that factor in? That's what the secret door is, stone yeah. cunning. Yeah, doesn't appear to have anything else in the room. Um, there's just the only other thing you see there is a weighted net woven from some kind of hair. Uh, I'll take that net in the hopes that it could help us in a combat against a flying creature in case Nestor can't shoot his bow for like five episodes that, again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, is there, there's nothing magical about the net? It's just a net nope, with weights? Just a regular net. You can just nothing, treat it as a net. Nothing else in, the ba- in his bag. Uh, no, just six dead bats. So Della and Sir Will came down this hallway and then went into a an opening to the right where uh, Fung Far was staying. Mm-hmm. But the hallway keeps going. The hallway keeps Sir going. Sir Will yes. wants to ask, "What's that way?" That way? If, if you keep going, it, it'll, it'll eventually wrap around again, and it'll take you back out out to the the cathedral, out to the giant camps. Okay. <laughs> this guy's great. Okay, um, let's have him carry the number ten back around the way we came to the map room, and we can go back and get the other numbers from the original room. With yeah, Rod, right. And, and, and get to and the Sir map Will's room. You've got to s- backtrack and then go s- straight. When you guys, when you and Del, when Sir Will and Della came, and you went up, if you keep going forward and then up again, you could navigate yourselves back to the map room. Yeah, so we'll navigate back to the map room. Sir Will's going to stay behind Fung Far with kind of the spear pointed at his back, just close to him, just in case he tries to run or anything. Okay. Adele will stay up front. That way she can block his path. And do dark vision ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so can we, Troy, make our way back to the map room with this number 10? Yeah. And, uh, and then slowly start getting the other ones, the other numbered rocks? Sure. So let's say you bring him into the map room. He's very cautious. He keeps repeating over again not to kill him. And you bring the, the number 10 in there. And you can, at this point, you've already determined the distance because of, of where these places are based on that. So what you're realizing is the ancient giants that lived here in Minderhall's Valley that first created this passage used these stones as distant markers. So they were trying to map out the valley mm. in this room. So all the different numbers, if you line them up along the bisected uh, lines on the floor, it'll tell you the exact distance to these locations. Cool. But these rock trolls and cave trolls and bugains weren't intelligent enough to figure this out, nor could they figure out where north was. Mm. Okay. From the compass to even, like, direct themselves. And they were afraid of going in this room. So you don't even need to go back and get those other stones. You just you realize you what was happening, happening here. Yeah. And, and is there any other information that we're missing? Because it, it felt like there were more... When we put the tripod in, it felt like there were more parts that were missing. Right. At this point, do we feel like we have all we're going to get? Or is there something more specific we could... I mean, right now, all we have is a general direction and a general mileage. Like We, don't, we yeah. still don't have a pinpoint place to look for. Right. Yeah, all, that's, all, that's probably all you're going to get. Okay. What do you think that tripod was for? I thought it was a, a, a sur- surveying tool the first time I saw it. I thought it was designed to... Yeah, or maybe to, a way to determine north. Is there is there anything on the ceiling of the, the map room? No, it's just vaulted. So there's no star markers or anything. Yeah. Could the tripod have something hang from it? Yeah. Like a magnetic thing? There is yes. a, there's a hole thing. Yes, you, it looks like something would hang from it. Yeah, and then maybe that would tell you... True north. True north. Oh, yeah. That's my guess. Okay. Or something could hang from it, and I don't but know. we c- c- 
could we guess the true north from what we know of the geography? Oh, yeah, yeah. When you went in there, Baron's survival skill was enough for him to know, like, after just sitting there for a second, this way is north. But these guys didn't have that ability. I think that we should, um, well, outside of exploring the rest of the caves, if there are any, um, potentially, and I know that these things could be useful to us again, but we should potentially uh, sabotage this room or, or make it to where the information they get would be meaningless so that we won't have to deal with Urathosh's people. Because I have a, a feeling that he's eventually going to come down here and try to figure it out himself. And if we can stop them from following us with this map to these other places, perhaps we'll have less resistance. Should we just draw a, an, an arrow facing pointing north? Towards the south, <laughs> like N arrows. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, uh, sheriff, I think there is minor religious concern here. We don't want to necessarily deface something that we are partially oh, who trying cares? to. Who cares? Well, Nesta, if you want this great power that will come from lighting the forge, perhaps you won't get it. Well, no, I mean, if we're disgracing, these, this if we these heroes reborn, I mean, they're not going to care. I, I don't think that there's religious value to <laughs> this. Will. On a we we have a Tenna who is who is uh, one one uh, of the true path of of, of Minderhall, and we have Urathosh who would use his his will and power and religion to nefarious ends. And if we can stop him from from perverting this faith, I, I think we're uh, doing the Lord's work here. Well, couldn't we also simply just take the tripod? If they don't have the tripod. There's no way for them to yeah, determine. Yeah, let north. this. Why we let him? Just let him chow down on these fucking rocks. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He obviously wants to eat them. Let him now. I mean, we know what That would for. be so nice. I could just stay here and I won't hurt anybody and yeah, I'll, no, I'll eat the rocks. They look particularly sense, delicious. Sense, I think sense should. Motive. Nice. Uh, 24. He'll most likely leave but not go back to Earth Ash and just leave the valley. Split. Great. <laughs> okay. He'll eat the Della rocks. Is gonna say, Della is going to say, show me the hand that I just removed from your body. And he, and he lifts, lifts it up, and you can see, like, the lines where it was reattached. And she's going to say, hold still. And she's going to cast Arcane Mark on his palm. God! <laughs> and she's say, what's if, this? If you lie and you go back to Urathash, we'll know. And we'll come back and kill you <laughs> and your friends and your family. You're a real mean lady. <laughs> so it's a bit over the top. Don't we're letting you. We're letting him live. <laughs> we're letting him live. This is the compromise. You've scarred my beautiful visage. <laughs> I, I, can remo- I can remove it for you again if you'd like. Uh, Sir Will is going to say. I, I assume we're going to leave at this point and leave him here and go out toward the cave system that we had found before, where Maybe. we had the. The advanced cave giants against the true now for. <laughs> Unless we want him to lead us through any parts of the cave we haven't found. So let's refresh for, for ourselves and for listeners. That's in there, by the way. Um, yeah, I've seen that, dude. Oh, my God. Since we're he in is so much scarier than us. Fung far. Fung far. Since we're in the map room, let's refresh for ourselves and for listeners the relative distance and direction of the remaining places. Can we, is that all right? Sure, sure. Yeah, so you would think these, these ancient giants used this as a way to map it out, but their techniques were very primitive. You guys have much better innate skills to just figure this out by looking at their uh, work. So, in terms of the two that you need to uh, still get to, because uh, you don't need to go back to Adoromi's Chapel or Jagrathir's Cave, mm-hmm. the temple sitting in the middle of a lake is approximately 10 miles south-southwest of the Dark Passage. And the uh, stone temple in a swamp, the stone temple pilot, <laughs> uh, is east-southeast approximately 25 miles from these caves. So with that knowledge and Baron's survival check, you would think that the uh, chapel in the lake is south of where you guys were dealing with the Veds. Somewhere south there. doesn't mean directly south, but somewhere south of that. And then the other one in the swamp, the swamp is before you guys even got past the gates with the Smilodons, like, beyond wow. that area there, on and the complete it, other side of the valley. And from, from my notes from previous ones, we believe that the Temple in the Lake is associated with Rozak, and Correct. the Swamp is associated with Mimrith. So it's really up to the players. We should decide, right? Well, if we leave the cave system and come out in that 
that grouping of caves that we thought might have been dwarven mines. That's far to the north, isn't it, Troy? Yes, but you there's no reason to assume yeah, that's we don't, where you're going to come we, out. I don't think that there, there's any way that we're coming out over there. Oh, we, we could. That's oh, way too far. I thought it was definitely. I mean, the other thing we could do is get the broom of Overland Flight and go, you know, fly around, survey one or two at a time and send it back for the others and just, like, set up yeah. camp and wait just so we don't have to make the trek over land. That's true. Wait, are you saying we get out of this cave system wherever it lets out that's not back toward the cathedral? Yeah. And the, then fly the broom back and bring everyone f- away from the cathedral and yeah. camp out here in the fa- make a new camp in the valley. Yeah. That's not what I was saying, but that's a good idea too. I was saying we take we, we, we get out we go and get the, the broom and then we take one of us takes the broom and goes on a scouting mission to find the temple in the lake, sends the broom back for the others and we go one at a time to get us all there. Well yeah. listen, why are we we shouldn't trouble ourselves with trying to move them. Like we know they're safe now. Like, let's just go through this cave, see where we are, and like plan from there. But we should keep them where they are. In fairness. I don't know anything else that's going on in this valley. Like, they've got to stay there. I do think we should see where we are first. All right, we should definitely enough. see where we are. Um, this would mean not exploring like this uh, this way back out to the cathedral, with, which I'm fine with. I know that that might be... There's probably something in here that... I don't think there's anything critical that we're missing. Yeah. But might be a fun. Maybe some fun. Take a quick look and then head out. I, I'm. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be. Everyone bad. choose a passageway. No, I'm still. Yeah, so, we'll meet up in the map room in an hour. <laughs> I'm sure nothing will go wrong. <laughs> still bummed about the middle building. I'm so upset about this middle. <laughs> why don't, well, why don't we have Funkfart take us down to the place we haven't gone? Yeah. That, and he, Funkfart said that just goes out. That just goes back to the cathedral. He said it just goes back to the cathedral. All right. Well, let's just, let's, let's, let's trust let's this imbecilic I'm rock. I'm gonna sit here and eat the rocks and not leave. <laughs> let's break on through to the other side. Ever. As you're leaving, Della just don't li- believe you. lifts up her hand, just like points at her palm and stares at stares at Funkfar. And then, uh, and, and lastly, Sir Will is gonna come up to him. He pulls up the the face guard of his visor, and he's just like, "You did well, Funkfar. Thank you very much." And trots away. <laughs> he's, get, he's getting mixed messages from a oh, yeah. angle. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is a weird team. I'm it so is. confused. <laughs> All right, so you guys leave and you go back, and now you're back in the room where you fought the Bagane and the other two rock trolls. Um, is oh, there anything right. you want to do in that room? Uh, can I do a knowledge check on the bats? Sure. I mean, um, knowledge nature. Yeah, roll a knowledge nature. Twelve. Nothing. Yeah, just don't disturb them. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna get out of this room and plant this dang sapling branch wand. Yep. Yeah. Um. So does Umlo want to cure light? By the way, he's pretty down. Yeah, it? I was just gonna say we should probably hit him with something oh. before we start. Oh, Max, out. nine on your cure, on the cure light. Nice. Oh, nice. Right, okay. Do I have another? So uh, I don't want to trouble you, but I've like got some health problems <laughs> as well. I know that I'm normally last on any everyone's list of priorities, but M three. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> That'll have to do. And, and Della will dangle the vial of, de- of of devil's blood in front of uh, Emlo. You turn Ooh, into I didn't like to, but uh, hey, uh, give us a hit. Emlo, no. Yes. No. Umlo. No, I can't. No. No. <laughs> Give it to me. No, don't. My mother, my sister, I can't. my mother, my, my sister. Mother, my sister. <laughs> We've got the uh, fucking the new drop too. That we oh, that's about. right. Yeah. So here, here we go. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Nick Lowe. Thank you, Nick <laughs> Um. Yeah, all right. So you'll take some infernal healing. Yes. Or or was that just like the that was to uh, underscore the whole discussion? Yeah. No, it's like uh, no, like I'm desperate. I've got to have a hit, please. You're from train spotting now. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. Amlo, <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, it's not worth it. It, it is it, worth it. It has and, cut us off. And they'll anoint him. Sweet. The, the twenty points over the guys. next two minutes. Ooh. The demon's blood falls into a filthy toilet, and Umlo just dives <laughs> the after filthiest it. Filthiest toilet in Scotland. <laughs> the Bagane is just bleeding out with that arrow wound. The two, the many shot in the neck. <laughs> uh, and as we walk through each room, stinks in here now. Did, did the bug, none of these weren't creatures that like carried items. Like, there's no point searching them, right? Uh, you can roll a perception check. All right. Yeah. As we go through each room again, I'm going to do a, a stone cunning general perception on the room. 
that's a 20, 22 for secret doors. Okay. Yeah. 26 perception on the creatures. Yeah, okay. 15 on the creatures. Uh, you do not detect any secret doors or uh, anything like that. Uh, you do notice that uh, Grumchog, the Bagane, is wearing a curious necklace consisting of a leather thong from which hangs a glimmering reddish-black chunk of mineral with a hole bored through one end. Detect magic? It uh, does not appear to be magical. Does it line up to the tripod we have? It does appear to be something that would hang. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. Baron, if you were to study it for a little bit, I'm sure your dwarven knowledge would uh, allow you to recognize it as a piece of magnetite. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. North. And, there we go. you know, the minute you put it near any ferrous metal, you can tell it has magnetic properties. So well, it was the missing piece of the compass for them to determine true north. Can, I, didn't have that can we appraise that real quick to see if it's worth carrying it with us? Uh, it's 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 worthless in okay. money. Got it, got it. But we should take we'll it. Take, we'll it. take it. We'll take it. Okay. And then lying before you is the other side, um, which, if Fung Far was being honest, uh, should eventually lead out of the Dark Passage. Let's go. Yeah, I'm ready to get out of this Dark yeah. Passage. We got some gardening to do. I need the sun on my face. Do you guys want to plant the slapling rod before we leave or no. outside? Okay. Outside. Let the tree flourish. Let the tree flourish. <laughs> Let my garden grow. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you walk um, about 20 minutes, and eventually you do see light oh. up ahead. Sunlight, no less. We've been down here for a couple days now. Yeah, yeah. It's been dark. The- Sir Will is definitely like itching to get out of the dark. It's, yeah. uh, it's really get, starting to get to him. Baron is now a drow. oh my god the uh, cave opens up to the outside and you are back in the middle of Minderhall's Valley nice you look to your left and you see three cave openings you look to your right and see three cave openings Mm. as well some of them you can very clearly see only go in a few feet um very similar to your fight with the cave giants, which was at the northern part, the north uh, eastern part of the valley, but it is definitely not the same area. And there are also no dwarven runes etched around these things as well. Hmm. So whoever made these caves was probably the original inhabitants. Up ahead is a stream that bends around the valley leading out of this area. Everybody roll a perception check. 25. 26. 31. You notice that the stream is taking on an eerie pinkish color. And to Baron's right, a flock of eagles perched atop a rock takes off and scares the shit out of you. (laughs) It actually did scare the shit out of you. Like four (laughs) eagles just... And you notice pinkish hue in the stream ahead. Can I roll a knowledge nature on the color? Uh, Was it blood? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's just the the color of the stream. That's not the way the stream is. Detect magic? I wonder if it's coming from the fighting pits. If it goes past the fighting pits and Uh, it's like blood. maybe, Maybe. Well, you're on the other side. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, Look, I'm not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe. I'm going to take a look at this. Uh, 18 perception. Nestor walks up to the stream and takes a look at it, and it appears to be blood. And the reason you know that is as you look up ahead, as the stream turns the bend, it's darker in hue, more and more red. So this is fresh (laughs) blood. The stream turns around the corner. Something was just killed here. Yeah. Yeah. Or something's being killed. Sheriff, Dying. do you want to examine it now, or should we hide? <laughs> <laughs> I guess 
There's a chance it could be the blood of an innocent. I think we have to investigate the source of yeah, said blood. They run into a lot of innocents in this valley. <laughs> well, outside of the feet we found, you're right. We haven't found that many. Well, perhaps what danger was here has already passed. The, the fight is over. And for me, it's just the blood's already been spilled. It's simple curiosity. It's simple curiosity. Like if I see blood, I'd like to see where it's coming. From. Uh, survival check to see if he smells a- blood in the water. Survival check to look for... Don't drink the water. Footprints leading towards it? Um, sure. Natural 20, 27. You see footprints going in every direction. God damn it. <laughs> I want my poison. Uh, no, I want my poison. You know what? You actually do see footprints. Um, and they appear to be uh, footprints of some... Looks like a pair of giants. And the footprints are... They were outside of the cave, sort of meandering back and forth for a while. And then they go off and around the corner. But definitely giants. You've seen... Uh, and you recognize them. You definitely recognize them. Um, does it, seem, it doesn't seem to be rock troll feet? No. Something different. Shall we pursue? Uh, I believe we shall. Yes. It, Yes, Grant wants I believe we should. I want to plant. I want to plant that tree so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but we may miss them. You're right. We'll follow if we, if we wait an hour. So, uh, all right. So, Sir Will on up, Sir Will on Lexington up. is is happy to lead the way, unless you guys want to stealth through the bushes. Uh, yeah, I think Nestor would prefer to stealth. Is it broad daylight? It's broad daylight. Okay, um, so you can see. It's you know, it's getting to be later in the day, but it's still like. Three o'clock or something. Three thirty. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too. Uh, uh, there's, stealth, there's, there's there's some rocks and stuff, but. Um, All right, Nesta, I'll hang back here. Yeah. You give warning if you need. Uh, right. All right. Help. So Nesta's going to need a solo. tiny man doing a lot of clanking. I'll I'll call you up. I'm your man. Ooh, Ooh. natural twenty on the stealth check. Awesome. Natural twenty. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. <laughs> stealth. Roll a perception. Do another natty twenty. Oh boy. Uh, 24. <laughs> oh, man. So, Nestor, you like... <laughs> you break away from the party. You're, you're pretty yeah. far away from them. But you, Hundreds of feet? That's the best. No. Um, Thousands. Uh, probably like... like <laughs> almost 100. Probably 40. He two, or, two or 300. Heedless. <laughs> Thousands of leaves. You ever seen a football field? Three of those. Uh, so he's like probably 40 feet away, and you go right up to where the bend is. And as you approach, you hear... <laughs> Sounds like the tearing, tearing of flesh. And you turn the corner and you see a body lying on the ground of a giant. And feasting on said giant is a creature that has a stag's body, a hawk's wings and talons, and the head of a slavering wolf with a rack of sharp antlers on its brow. What the oh, fuck boy. is this thing? You look further and see that there are three more of them. Oh. Two of which are flying, hovering, and then coming down to tear at the flesh of another <gasps> one. And it looks like this. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. See you next week. Oh, oh my God. God. What is that fucking thing? We cannot thing? fight that. I was <laughs> we cannot fight that. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a powerhouse and tape production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.